Bible says in Acts chapter 17 and verse number 28, the Bible says, for in him we live, we move, and we have our very being. This morning we welcome you to the Hollywood Street Church of Christ that meets here in the city of Baton Rouge. We welcome those who are online this morning from wherever you are watching. And we thank God for your presence on this morning. We ask that you would be so kind and be finding Job chapter 1. Job, the chapter is 1. And I want to spot read this morning in Job chapter 1, Job chapter number 1. Let's look at verse number 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God, and he eschewed evil. The Bible says, and there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep, and 3,000 camels, and 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 she-asses and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. Drop down to verse 6. The Bible says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Verse 7 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. The Bible says in verse 8, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feared God and eschewed evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doubt Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he had on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. The Bible says in verse 12, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now the Bible says in verse 13, And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. Now, before I close out with the verses in verse one, chapter 1, you know the story. Job lost all that he had. He lost all of his sheep, all of his camels. He lost all of his oxen, all of his sheep donkeys. He lost everything. And then the Bible says that his children, 
were in the oldest son's house. And the Bible says that they were eating and they were drinking and they were having a good time among themselves. And the Bible says that there, there came a wind and the wind hit the four corners of the house. And the Bible says that the house came tumbling down and all of Job's children died on that day. The Bible tells us in verse number 20, then Job, after he heard all of the bad news, including losing his children, then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and he worshiped. Now, some of y'all might ask the question, how can Job worship the Lord in such conditions? But you need to remember in verse number one that the Bible says that there was a man in the land of us whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God, and he stayed away from evil. Now, when you look at verse 20, the Bible says, he arose, he tore his mantle, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground, and he worshiped. Verse 21, and said, naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord had taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says, in all this, Job sin not, nor charge God foolishly. This morning, for just a short while, I want to talk on the subject, the struggle is real. Uh, the struggle is real. Life is a struggle. The Bible says, matter of fact, in the same book, Job 14 and verse 1, man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. The Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 7, he talks about the struggle between the flesh and the spirit. Paul says, paraphrasing, the things that I know I should do are the things I don't do. And he says, the things that I know that I should not do are the things that I do. And Paul wants us to know that life was a struggle in his day, and I want you to know life is still a, a struggle in today. This is a struggle. The struggle is real. You know, when your relationship is good, that's a blessing. But when your relationship is good, just watch it because somewhere along the line, it might be flipped upside down. And so when your relationship gets back on track, your money acts funny. And so when you get your money together, then your health goes bad. And so when you get your health where it needs to be, then your job starts tripping. And so when your job finally gets to where it needs to be, then your children 
get out of line. And then when you get your children back in line, uh, then the people you love uh, around you start dying. Life is uh, but a struggle. The first point on this morning, I want to talk to you on this first point. You might lose the things you love, but don't lose yourself. You, you might lose the things you love, but, but don't lose yourself. You know, we can't stop things from happening in life. We don't control life. Neither do we control the many things uh, that is surrounding in life. So you might lose those things uh, that you love, but just don't lose yourself in the midst of losing uh, those things. Life will take you up. And life will take you down. But God promises us that he is going to stick around. Matter of fact, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse number 5 that God will never leave us nor will he forsake us. You read down in verse number 8 of Hebrews chapter 13. The Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So when we're losing those things that are close to us, make sure that we don't lose ourselves. Number two. God is in control even when you and I have no control. Uh, God is, is in control even when you and I have no control. And even the things that we are experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis, even the things uh, that we are experiencing right now in life, you and I have no control uh, over those things. But I stopped by to tell you that the last time that I checked, God is in control. Not only he is in control, but God is in full control. God gives and the Lord takes away. Job says, the Lord gave and the Lord had taken away. Church, whenever you have the power to give and whenever you have the power to take away, to me, that's the one who is in control. Not only God has the power to give and to take away, but whatever you lose in life, God has the power to give you something to replace whatever you lost in your life. And by, remember, Paul uh, prayed to God three times because uh, he had a thorn in his side. I don't know what the thorn was. Was it a physical thorn uh, in his side or whether the devil was tempting Paul? Uh, he was in some struggle. But all we know that Paul prayed to God uh, three times. And every time he prayed that God would remove the struggle. God told him no. Finally, God says, my grace is sufficient. My grace is all that you and I really need on this morning. The Lord gives and the Lord, he takes away. We need to know and never forget, no matter how challenging life gets, that our God is in control. Not only God is our God, but the same God who is in control is your father 
and is my father. You need to know that your father is a loving father. You need to know your father is a caring father. You need to know your father is a giving father. You need to know your father is a forgiving father. You need to know your father is a blessing father. You need to know even in the midst of COVID-19, your father is a providing father. God is not just our God. God is our father. Job says, in the midst of his hurt, in the midst of his pain, in the midst of his loss, Job said that God gives and God takes away. And I like this part when Job says, blessed be the name of the Lord. Whenever you feel life has cursed you, you need to still practice to say, God is still a blessing in my life. And Job says, the Lord gave and he takes away and blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, and all of this Job sent not, nor did he charge God foolishly. This is, this is not a time for you to be scary. This is not a time for us to fear. This is not a time for us to worry. This is a time for us to trust God. This is a time for us to pray to God. Don't hit the panic button. Hit the prayer button. I want you to know that the Apostle Paul, Paul tells the church in Philippians chapter 4, he tells them that you ought to pray about everything and worry about nothing. Don't you worry about anything but pray about everything. I want you to know and to understand and to comprehend that you and I are human and there are some things in our lives that's going to frighten us. But I stopped by today to tell you whenever we get frightened in this old world, we need to remind ourselves who is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And church, I'll say whenever God loses control, that's when you and I ought to begin to worry. But the last time I've checked, God is still in control. And he is still on the throne. Point number three, as I come to a close this morning, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Now, I know we got more pews then we got people up in here this morning. But I want y'all to know we can still enjoy the journey. The struggle is real. Don't tell nobody. The struggle of life ain't going nowhere. So you make sure that you stay parked with the Lord. Because you're up today. And trust me, you can be down on tomorrow. But God will always be around. The Bible teaches us that God is a spirit. God is eternal. God is from, from the beginning till the end of time. You cannot put a birth certificate on God. Neither can you print out a 
death certificate. God is eternal. But y'all, I want you to know we need to learn how to enjoy the journey. Or we need to learn how to enjoy this journey. You know, we go through problems and issues in life. But that don't mean you can't enjoy the journey. See, we smile in the sunshine. We smile in the sunshine. You see, I want you to know life can't be all sun and no rain. <laughs> Amen, pews. <laughs> you, 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 life can't be all sunshine. I know, I know we would like our lives to be filled with nothing but the sun, but I stopped by today to tell you that don't even work in life because when you only have the sun, you will have a dry spell. And whenever you have a dry spell, you'll have a drought. And whenever you have a drought, things will burn out. Things will, 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 will dry up so bad that, that you won't even have any crops. You won't even have vegetables and fruit. You cannot have in life just the sun shining every day. See, but we'll smile in the sun and we'll frown in the rain. But I stopped by to tell you that nothing can grow without the rain. Oh, I, if y'all were here this morning, the pews are just jumping all over the place. You, 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 listen, I want you to understand that in life, you can't have just the sun. You'll have a drought. You need the rain. And so your life needs to be balanced with rain and sun because nothing grows without both rain and the sun. Therefore, you and I need to learn how to take the same attitude when the sun is shining and whenever God brings the storms in our life, we need to practice to say, God is up to something. God is about to grow something in my life. God wants to grow you strong, and God wants to grow me strong. And God knows that you can't become strong without the sun, but you're sure enough not going to become strong without some rain in your life. So what you're saying, Brother Vils, learn to enjoy your journey. The Bible says all things all things work. They work, y'all. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So the next time you are having some sun in your life, smile. Smile. Maybe the sun is shining in your backyard Right now, I'm talking about in your personal life. You ought to smile because God is good. But then when the Lord brings a little wind in your life, when the Lord brings a little shower in your life, I want us to practice smiling just like the sun is shining because we know God is going to grow us strong. God is going to balance your life. If anybody's telling you all Life is just so good. I never go through any hard times in life. Well, uh, you might not want to stick around that person. 
because a drought is about to come. You can't have nothing. You can't have sunshine all the time. Uh, you can't have it good all the time. Uh, listen, the Bible tells us that the devil came to God uh, and he inquired Job. Uh, and God says uh, you can struggle or cause his life to struggle, but don't touch him physically. I don't know where you are this morning, but enjoy your journey. Enjoy your journey. Life may be a little hard, but y'all seasons change. Season comes and seasons goes. You might be in the winter months right now. Don't worry about it. The spring is on its way. Seasons change, y'all. And, and sometimes sometime things get so bad, we forget that seasons do change. Sometimes things get so bad, the only thing we can see is a, is a, frozen, is a frozen life. Sometimes it gets so bad, we can only see the rainy seasons. But I stopped by to tell you, you need to slow down. Remind yourself that God, our Father, is in control. He makes the seasons change, and he'll make it change in your life. So wherever you are, don't worry. Don't worry. God is going to fix it, and God is going to change it. And whatever you and I can't fix on top of the earth, the Lord is going to fix it when our bodies get in the earth and our spirit goes back to God. If you are not a child of God this morning, you come by hearing his word, believing the same, repenting of your sins, saying, I'm going to confess Jesus as the son of the living God, and we can baptize you this morning for the remission of your sins. There's nothing stopping you from being physically baptized this morning but yourself. You can be a Christian this morning. You can be added to the Lord's church, and you can start your journey with the Lord, the God of heaven, and the God who wants to be your father from today until eternity. The choice is yours on this morning. And if you have in your life, maybe, maybe you have to just ask God to forgive you where you are. Maybe you want to stand this morning. Maybe you want text in your, your prayer request this morning and ask the Lord to give you strength. Maybe it's forgiveness, whatever it might be. Ask God for it on today. You know, God is a good God regardless of, of what we go through in life. You know, Brother George Patterson, who, of course, uh, is another one of our brothers sick this morning. You know, he always says when he get up to pray, God is good. All the time. And all the time, God is good. And y'all, regardless of what we go through, regardless of what the world goes through, y'all, God is still good. That does not change who God is. And so this morning we are virtual, and I don't know, maybe we'll be virtual next Sunday, I don't know. But I tell you one thing, this is not permanent, it's only temporary. So, so sisters, don't get comfortable with your house coats on at your house. Brothers, don't get comfortable with your house shoes around the house. This, this ain't permanent. We shall be back according to the Lord's will. But if that's your desire this morning, as together we stand at home and together we stand here at the building, why don't you come to Jesus? Why don't you come?